The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. It was a moment of true innovation. Olympic champion cyclist Greg van Avermaet crossed the line of the virtual tour of Flanders in first place. The reaction was actually amazing. I got almost more messages than after my uh, Olympic win in, in Rio. So why did a virtual race capture people's imaginations so much? Can indoor cycling ever replace going outside? Today, we're talking about the future of competition and how we can adapt to the new normal. Olympic Channel Podcast. Hi, I'm Ashley Momant-Pestio and I'm a cyclist for South Africa. I was in Spain and um, we had a very hard lockdown uh, for seven weeks, uh, which meant I was not allowed to go outside um, to ride. It was a challenging time. I could dwell in, um, in the negative or I could just embrace it. I had a very good indoor setup. I'd never really ventured into the virtual world of cycling, um, but very quickly it was my only option. Um, and yeah, I was surprised um, at how I managed to adapt um, to indoor training. You know, as a road cyclist, it's not something that I really enjoyed doing um, before the lockdown. So I, I used to avoid it at all costs. Um, but now there was a, my only option. Um, I, I gave it a chance. Ashley is a pro cyclist who loves being outside. But after lockdown happened, she had a realization. We're always um, looking in women's cycling in, in how we can push the sport forward, you know, um, to get more exposure, to grow as a sport. And so it was actually very interesting. And um, the lockdown period definitely opened my eyes um, to a lot of opportunities for women's cycling. And, and it's really good for women's cycling because it gives us some credibility, you know, in terms of people being able to see the numbers that we're pushing. I think it was quite impressive. Um, for, for the audience to see that. So it kind of elevates um, our sport to a certain extent. Um, an example would be um, racing uh, the Tour for All on Zwift was really the first time that women's cycling was um, given equal exposure um, to men's cycling. We raced the same stages, the same races. Uh, we got equal amount of exposure. And it was really a taste of, of what that means to the sport. So having won some of those stages in the virtual world um, it was incredible to see um, the traction you gain um, from having your race live on, on Eurosport for a, an o the audience to see and what that did in terms of following on social media and stuff like that. So um, for me, I really um, recognize the virtual world as a new opportunity for women's cycling. I mean, I hope that at some point uh, we can get that great exposure or equal exposure to the men in the real world as well. Ashley was an Olympian back in 2016. Lining up on um, the Olympic Games start line is um, really a, a really special feeling. You know, it's um, not something that very many people get to experience. So um, for you to be there, you know, lining up, you, you really realise that, that you're one of a select few. And Belgium's Greg van Avermaet actually managed to win the men's road race at Rio 2016. Becoming Olympic champion was a career-defining moment, but for Belgians and cycling fans, the Tour of Flanders is a huge race. It's a big event in Belgium. 
as a Belgium guy, you're almost uh, born with a bike next to you. So it's our most important race of the year. It's a one-day race, 260 k long, great history. Uh, the whole list uh, of winners is 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 big. The 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 biggest cycling. Uh, Heroes are, are on it. Uh, everybody comes out. Everybody starts cheering. Uh, everybody stays home, watch TV. Uh, and yeah, I think it's almost our national day. Like most sporting events, it was put on hold due to movement and social distancing restrictions because of the coronavirus pandemic. Some clever people decided to use the new technology that the pro cyclists have access to in their homes to organize a virtual tour of Flanders. 13 pro racers, a 32-kilometer race that would last about an hour. It ended up being streamed globally and on national TV in Belgium. Really amazing. I got almost more messages than after my uh, Olympic win in, in Rio. Uh, people were cheering here in front of my house and uh, the day after I was doing an easy spin outside and everybody was talking about it. Uh, it was a, a big relief, I think, for a lot of people because there was nothing on TV, nothing to do. Everybody was at home. And of course, they had also a, a big uh, good thing that, of course, it was Flanders. It, was, it would be really hard to do it with another event. It was not that big. It was on the right date on the biggest event that normally is in Flanders. And I think this made it a, a really positive reaction. And I think uh, everybody really enjoyed uh, with uh, the virtual tour of Flanders. To be honest, I was quite nervous to do my setup right because everything had to be right. Everything had to work. Um, I was also nervous because it was my first event on uh, on, a, on, a, on a platform like this. Uh, I didn't know if I was good at it, so I also was a bit scared I'm going to be dropped the, from the beginning. Uh, and yeah, preparation-wise, I was yeah, it's it's a totally different thing. So uh, to be honest, I was more nervous than uh, doing a, a normal race. Uh, but uh, in the end, it worked out well. It was actually quite similar to the real stuff uh, like it is in Flanders. You know, I had also the feeling when I was riding this big road to Aldenarde, I was going to win almost uh, the real Flanders. So I think it was uh, it was something special to do. And uh, I think uh, it was it was really nice what they all did in such a short term to make it uh, that successful. The camera angle was something completely different to outdoor cycling. It meant that you could see the expression on a cyclist's face as they hit the final phase of a race. And Greg, well, it was clear, he's not one to race angry. It's really calm and serene. I think anger is not a, it's not a good thing to fall onto. I think then you, if you will act in anger, you make mistakes. So I think it's more being in peace with yourself and uh, just let it float. Let your body do the work. Don't think too much. Make the right decisions. Uh, and I think that's the most important. As we pick up the images of the first three riders there, it looks like Van Avram, like just overhauling Michael Matthews. So nice little scrap between the two of them. My name is Wim. I am originally from Belgium and live in the US. I am the co-founder and chief architect of uh, Kisby Mobile, and I'm a cycling enthusiast. Wim Sweldens is one of the tech gurus who made the event a success. But can it really replace the feeling of cycling outdoors? I'll have to make a little confession myself as an amateur cyclist. 
I actually almost never cycle indoor. I always go outdoor. I love outdoor. I will go outside when it's raining, snowing, minus 15 degrees. I don't care. I want to feel the wind in my face. I want to see the trees. I just want to get somewhere. So I'm not sure you can really solve that, you know, and I think you just have to realize that, that indoor cycling is just something different. There's things you could do indoor, you can't do outdoor, and there's things you could do outdoor, you can't do indoor. And it's not about trying to make them similar. They are different. The sports are going to be different. There might be different athletes. You know, athletes might specialize in, in, in virtual cycling, just like you have people specialized in cyclocross or in climbing or in time trials. So it might be a different discipline and it, it, it doesn't have to be the same as, as outdoor. It's just a, a different thing. And I'm not sure that there's a technology that can bring trees and wind and rain into your living room. Aside from the fact that you'll never totally recreate the feeling of being outside, South African cyclist Ashley Moolman-Passio thinks people can gain confidence indoors before venturing outside. Um, as a woman, it's really difficult to train um, in South Africa because it's it's not safe. You know, so if I'm in South Africa, you know, I'd, I wouldn't usually go out training on my own. I'd have to find someone or a group um, to ride with. Um, so I think that um, the virtual world really presents a great opportunity, um, especially for women in a country like South Africa, for them to have a safe environment to train in um, and to be able to, to develop as a cyclist. And then, you know, it's also just opened my mind to some, some new opportunities in terms of what I could do um, from afar. So from being based in Spain. Um, how I could um, play a role in in developing the sport in South Africa. So having um, the virtual world as a platform, you know, I can actually get onto my indoor trainer and train um, with young riders who are based in South Africa. You know, I could lead workout sessions. I could race with them online, you know, and mentor them um, along the way. So it does really create um, new possibilities uh, for countries um, like South Africa. You certainly lose the, the connection with nature, and I think that's one of the nicest things about um, road cycling or cycling in general is just to be able to get out and, and be in the fresh air and, and see the different scenery and, you know, just take it all in. And so, yeah, certainly we lose that. To be able to get a combination of the two is the ideal um, because definitely outdoors is where we get all our inspiration, you know, going out and getting the fresh air and hearing the birds and seeing the nature and, and the beautiful scenery out, outside. So, yeah, that's definitely what we're looking out on. And I think to continue to motivate yourself um, on, indoors is, I suppose, the biggest challenge. Greg is convinced that the cycling landscape has changed and indoor events will be taken more seriously, even when outdoor races start happening again. Uh, Covid for sure helped him to boost and I think a lot of people will be doing still the same. Uh, maybe on different time, but uh, I think uh, a lot of people uh, will do it again. Of course, uh, the normal uh, cycling will go on. We start in 1st of August till the end of October. With uh, I think UCI did a good job there to make uh, the, all all the big races and all the big events uh, quite good uh, in, in uh, next to each other, which was not easy because the, the whole big calendar had to be two, three, four months. 
I think the virtual world uh, will exist uh, and will stay stay there. It was also already before quite big, I think, with uh, with uh, platforms like Swift. I was also going on already when I had a bad day of, of weather or when I was not able to, to train outside. I uh, was also participating there. Olympic Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Greg, Ashley and Wim and also to Anna Maria Garcevich and David Rodriguez who helped with production this week. Be sure to follow Greg on Instagram. His handle is just his name, Greg Van Avermaet. And also Ashley, she is Ashley Cycling. Ashley spelt A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. I'm at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E. And if you want to follow Olympic Channel for the latest news, some fun games, and of course, some amazing videos and photos. A few weeks ago, we were lucky to have Olympic champion marathon runner Elliot Kipchoge of Kenya on the podcast to talk about how he's rebuilding his training program during the lockdown. Here's a clip. What inspires me and still keeps on moving, even if the world is, uh, came nearly to standstill, is... Uh, is that uh, I'm treating the world as a positive one. I love the world. I love the, the, the humanity, which actually being shown by every human being in this world. And uh, the love of the humanity, the love of the sport, the love of the whole universe is what actually drives me uh, during these pandemic uh, times. Head to olympicchannel.com forward slash podcast for ways to subscribe and lots of other episodes, including that one. Okay, that's it for now, though. Stay safe, stay strong, stay active, and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian.